Weird times uh, in the economy right now. I guess it's always kind of like that, but it seemed like there are more balls up in the air than normals. Soft landing, hard landing, the government shut down, the unions are flexing their muscles, we're fighting with the Chinese. And the stock market, I don't know if the stock market knows what to do. It looks like it's taking a rest. I tell you who knows, at least I think, is Hugh Johnson. He's been following this for decades. He's the chairman emeritus of Gray Point. He's the CEO of Hugh Johnson Economics, and he tells people what's going on. He's going to tell us today. It's good to have you with us again. Great, David. Nice to be with you. So, we, I mean, we love flux, right? Because it's, it's this way, it's, we never do the same thing that you've been doing for, for decades. Tell me, what's, where should the focus be right now? Well, the focus uh, should be, and it is, on the Federal Reserve and, and policy. Really, that's the, the number one thing. And I, I don't mean federal government policy or fiscal policy or government spending. I really mean what the Federal Reserve does what their decision's going to be on interest rates in September, I think we know, and also in November. And then even more importantly, David, is not so much uh, September and, and November, although that's important. What we do next year uh, in 2024, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, does the Federal Reserve get off this raising interest rate stuff and start to maybe respond and lower interest rates in 2024? And as you well know, that depends on the outcome for inflation on the one hand and the economy on the other hand. They say they're going to wait and take a look at the data. That's going to be what determines it. You know, I've read a lot about this. Everybody tries to use precedent, put this into a slot and say, well, this is just like 1963 or whatever it is. But I, I think I really believe the term, but it's different this time. I don't know that we've ever <laughs> had, you know, uh, something like uh, a COVID and uh, the bazooka shot of money to try to turn things around and a global pandemic and trying to come out of it. It, it really seems like a different set of circumstances. I don't know that we've seen this before. Well, you know, it does seem, but the, the history has a way of repeating itself. And David, you know better than anybody the the uh, the danger of the words this time it's different. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. There are some aspects of almost every cycle, and every cycle is in some ways distinct or different. And this one is certainly distinct and different. And when you mention COVID, and when you mention the 2020 and the decline we had in the economy, contraction in the economy. And then the recovery in 2022-23, uh, the change in Federal Reserve monetary policy along the way was was almost violent um, and very, very different. However, I would add that in some ways, although this is an extremely volatile cycle, in some ways it's starting to shape up as a normal cycle. And what we're we're looking at now, I think, is the sort of bottom of the economic cycle, call it soft landing, call it hard landing. But I think when we get to the fourth quarter of this year and the first quarter of next year, we're gonna have some pretty soft economic numbers. And it's gonna be soft landing or hard landing, I don't know which. And the real question, David, is if that's the bottom or the trough as you see it, Hugh, the question is, will the Federal Reserve see that and respond to it and start to go the other way on interest rates, because that's going to determine, obviously, what's going to happen to interest rates for the bond market, bond investors, and it's also going to affect things like PE ratios and stock prices. So really, 
fourth quarter and first quarter are going to be extremely important. You know, it almost looks like things have flip-flopped because we were we were hearing early on that the first half of this year was going to be rotten. But the second mm-hmm. half, you sort of see things turn around and come on back. And now it looks like it's just the opposite because it, it's been pretty robust. It's been very robust, which is another way of saying, a polite way of saying, we, meaning myself, and a lot of economists have been very wrong. What's happened, David, in my judgment, and this is about the kindest way I can say it, is that I think the so-called downswing in the economy that we all thought was coming first half of 2023 has been postponed. It's been delayed, and it's coming in this I think fourth quarter and first quarter. Here we are again, forecasting the soft landing or hard landing, whichever it might be. And maybe, maybe we'll have to wake up and postpone it again. I don't think so this time. I think this is going to be the trough and we'll get the most important part of this whole thing, which is a policy change by the Federal Reserve. That's what I'm crossing my fingers and hoping for. You know, one, one thing that we have seen before is is unions that that employees want to bargain mm-hmm. from strength and not weakness, and so you have this strong period, and so I guess it's not unusual that we're seeing this, you know, writers' strike and actors' strike, and the UAW is asking for forty hours of pay but only thirty-two hours of work, and the airlines are having all these struggles with unions right now, but I, it, it it looks like. I mean, it would look like this is sort of a last gasp is that you better better hurry up and lock yeah. your money in right now. Yeah, it is. And, you know, just looking at the unemployment rate itself and just taking that, not looking at some of the other details like job opportunities and quits ratios and things of that sort. Just looking at the unemployment rate, you know, although it went up for the month of August, it's a pretty low unemployment rate. There's tightness in the labor markets. And when there's tightness in the labor markets, that gives the unions a lot of muscle. And uh, they have that muscle and they're flexing that muscle yeah. uh, right now. That's going to make life obviously a little bit more difficult for the Federal Reserve because one of the things that they care the most about is not just uh, on downward pressure on inflation or prices, but they want to see wages come down from where they are. You talk four or five percent. Well, it's great that they're coming down. They're inching their way down lower. But, you know, that's a pretty high number. So. You know, the union part of this thing, the wage part of this thing, the labor part of this thing is very important. So what do you do right now? Do you, is this the time to to go off? And cash is not trash anymore. I mean, they'll they'll pay you five percent to sit on cash, which is not a not a bad place to hide. Do we do some hiding now? I you know, I'm I find it hard to believe, but I think it's not only a bad a good time for stocks, but a good time for bonds. Now, you know, the truth is, David. Uh, you know, it's it's time, not timing. That's the secret to success in this business. So I could give you a lot of stories about the timing part of this. I honestly think if somebody were to press me on it, I think second quarter 2024, we're going to see the low in economic activity. We're going to see the high in interest rates are going to st- not only interest rates going to come down generally, but the Federal Reserve will start to lean towards less restraint. Second quarter, third quarter, 2024, interest rates will be coming down. And second quarter, third quarter, 2024, when not only the economy starts to recover, but importantly, earnings, the growth rate of earnings in 2024 is going to be a lot stronger than 23, which might be even a little negative, And 25 will be even stronger. So 
we're headed towards a really, really optimal time, I think, for both bonds and for stocks. But believe me, I can't get the timing right. I never have. But, but, sometimes, the, but sometimes the stock market front run, something like that, is, is that if, if the, the turnaround comes in the second quarter, sometimes you're going to see the low in the stock market in the first quarter or the fourth quarter preceding that. Wouldn't be at all surprised. You're absolutely right on that. And that's why the timing part of this thing, and you try to get that right, you know, have fun. But I, I think generally speaking, and that's what I'm really trying to get at is I think generally speaking, as cycles go this, I'm very excited. I think this is, we are close to in or headed toward uh, the optimal time when economic activity starts to get better. Earnings start to get better. Interest rates will be coming down from a fairly high level. 10 year treasury will come down from over four to maybe three, three and a half percent. I think you're going to get good numbers on the bond market, good numbers on the stock market, and we'll have good times. And let's call it second half of 24, all of 2025. I really think it's a measuring up to look like that. I think I'm going to stop right there because Hugh, that is about the most optimistic I've heard you in a couple of years. It's a, it's a great, yeah, great jumping easy. off point. <laughs> Hugh Johnson's our great friend, the chairman emeritus of Great Point, and of course, the CEO founder of Hugh Johnson Economics. Appreciate the time. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, David. Thanks. Great. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.